Reforming Manhood. This is the podcast where we talk life from a Christian male perspective. My name's Mike Watt. I am the Lucha Preacher. I'm Too Sweet Trevor Cowan. And I am Jamie, Jack of All Trades, Hinojosa. Man, hey, so... Uh, That's our new music. Dude, I love it. Yeah. Dang, I feel like Hulk Hogan coming Sexy in like a ring. chocolate strawberry, that music chocolate is. strawberries. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> Man, I've never heard it before because it's usually silent on your end. I got to hear it today. I loved it. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a new thing I'm working with. Man, you're, you're doing great with this stuff. Just <laughs> yeah, so you know, so awesome. you know everything. <laughs> Listen, right? I don't need you to talk to me that way. Well, dude, I'm edifying, stupid. Hey, hey, I'm encouraging you. I I respect you, and I love you. I, no, it feels like you're trying to hurt my feelings. <laughs> Y'all are mocking me now. I don't know why we can't do both. All right. Can we edify and make fun of you at the same time? Maybe. <laughs> you seem to do it to me. <laughs> I love doing it to you. <laughs> All right, then. It's not as fun uh, when y'all doing it to me. Well, fellas, we are talking about being a spiritual leader at home and at work. And again, the this came from a place of there's just not a whole lot out there on it. Um, we're, we're challenged. We're often told by pastors and Mentors that we need to be the spiritual maybe, leader in our home. Maybe your wife tells you. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it It's like, okay, cool. Well, I thought I was. You know, and so here we are. Going to go ahead and help you guys out. Help us out as well as we talk through this. Hopefully cement it all in our lives. So that's the idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, so, and we're in our, this is our third third week of that. Yeah, we're in week three. Um, week one, we talked about leading others into their own encounter with God. And again, family at home is where we want to be our spiritual leader. Uh, week two was lead others into discovering their own purpose and identity. And this week, week three, we're going to talk through leading others into transformation, not just production. I'm real curious to, to know what everybody's thinking about that. I encourage everybody to go to our Facebook page, Reforming Manhood. Facebook group. Yeah. It's a group. Yeah, it's a group. You Private know, group. Request to get in there and, and uh, write down your thoughts. Tell us know what you think. Yeah, yeah, we'd love to know. Or just send us a, a, a private message if you're not ready to throw that on a on a public forum. We'll we'll talk to you that way too. Sure. Uh, I think the kids call it slide into my DMs. Well, uh, I'm getting older, so sliding is a whole lot harder. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes just not worth the effort. Uh, but some of you guys, go ahead and slide into the DMs. That's fine. That's what your kids do. So I think I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Clearly, I'm the only one that's uh, in touch with this generation. Yeah, thanks, millennial. <laughs> so he's, uh, he's our link. <laughs> it seems like this guy is uh, mostly talking about work. Like it, it seems like yeah, yeah. So if you go to the this is a work context. We actually ideally. jacked this from My- Michael Hyatt. Um, mm. He's got his his. These are things he calls, a, this is what a spiritual leader does, and his is mainly talking about work, but I think the biblical mandate starts at home, and so yeah. that's where we're going to start at home. We're going to definitely include being the spiritual leader in our home, and that, that works for married guys, single guys, kids at home, empty nesters. We want to be spiritual leaders, you know? Yeah. Um, so today, again, we're, we're talking about leading others in transformation, not just production. So why, why does this resonate with you guys? Because I'm getting old and my muscles hurt more. <laughs> it's you and other people doing the 
doing the work for oh I, no we're I just get about... real tired of working real hard <laughs> yeah yeah and, I, uh, and I, that's for me that's what i think i mean you know i always thought that the best way to to be spiritual and be uh, justified was to work your butt off and mm. uh, burned out many times yeah yeah that'll that'll wear you out and this this goes beyond production what can you do for me and it and it moves into this transformation is who who you are um and so those are yeah, I love that. Love that, Trev. Why do you? Why does this resonate with you? Come on, Mr. Millennial. Um, Speak for the generation. <laughs> I don't know that I'm a good spokesperson for the millennial generation. Oh no, you're the perfect millennial. Trust me. First of all, feelings. Does that sound like an insult? A little bit. It's supposed to. <laughs> Both to me and my people. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, what was the question again? Why does this resonate with you? We the, want to um, the spiritual transformation instead of and not production. Just production. Yeah. Um, well, I like not doing things, just in general. <laughs> um, but uh, oftentimes, uh, well, I, I like. I guess when I worked at chick-fil-a that's mm. all they cared about was production yeah jesus chicken they want that jesus chicken putting that stuff out man right. quick fast and i hated it butterfly and bread em. butterfly and bread em, right? yeah yeah i i hated it and and it seemed like all my bosses cared about was just production like even in a even in the rep that chick-fil-a gets and jesus chicken you mean yeah yeah and uh all of that it just it just felt like they didn't they didn't care about spiritual formation, just just production. Just get, get the job done. And uh, it's frustrating working in that context. And that's not the only place I've worked in like that. Um, a few other jobs, but that was just the most recent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think uh, I think that can become very, very frustrating, especially um, we – I forget who says it, but what's the drudgery quote? It is uh, – the quote is – um. Uh, discipline without dis- discipline without vision is drudgery. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and so, and that is. Uh, we've said it before. I'm gonna mess it up. It's either Don Whitney or Dio Carson. Dio Carson. Whitney. I think it's Whitney. I don't know. Spiritual disciplines for the Christian life is the yeah. book. Um, great book. Anyways, this I think speaks to that element, um, both at at home and at work. Is uh, is we. We just ha- are going to have a hard time putting out pounds and pounds of chicken if we don't get it. I dealt with this at Target um, when I was uh, over the overnight crew. And, uh, man, I really saw people grab hold of what we were doing when it wasn't about how many boxes we got out of a truck um, and how many boxes we put on a wall. But when I help people understand, hey, guys, we're providing for families. Like, I don't care what you think you are before tonight. You're, you're not just trucking loader. You're not just stocking shelves. But y'all need to know we're providing for families. And when they made that shift, the production wasn't easy, but it was worth it, if that makes sense. Um, I've never well, found anything to happen on autopilot. I know? mean, it's almost the difference between like, like, yeah, I'm doing this everyday thing that I have to do. And I kind of feel like a superhero. We can make it sound that way. Yeah. Like I'm providing for families. Like. <laughs> Not all heroes wear capes, you know? That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, you make the switch from from looking at it from a single-person perspective to looking at the bigger picture. Yeah. 
and uh, the consequences of that, and it becomes a little more inspiring. Yeah. Weighty, too. Yeah. Yeah, so on one hand, we want to do that at work. Like, whatever the job is you're working, um, you know, you're a teacher. Uh, you're not just getting people to pass the star, uh, but you're, you're equipping young minds, you know. For the future. Yeah, yeah, because, man, whoever taught the millennials – they were bright, <laughs> awesome people. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just giving Trevor they a hard time. Clearly, did not see the big picture. Not the rest of my millennial friends. Just Trevor. Am I harassing right now? But uh, I hope y'all know y'all are talking about yourselves. Y'all are the ones that were supposed to teach the millennials. Not me. Nah. Nah. You did. Nah. Gen Gen X. Right here. We were busy. See me right here. I see you. See me. Nice. We were trying to build an economy for you, man. That's right. <laughs> well, we, we we messed that up for you, didn't we? Yeah, you did. <laughs> We obviously should have been uh, concentrating on something else. <laughs> we digress. <laughs> but uh, the idea, again, is not just production, it's transformation. Um, and at work, we've got to be able to see a bigger picture. I think that's going to help. Um, and, and the more that is hinged to the identity of Christ, the more transformation is going to, uh, I don't know, be, I don't want to say come easy. That's not the right word, but be less resistant um, because it's still work. Um, you know, Jamie, you talked about when you did, uh, did jujitsu, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was in martial arts and, and, uh, it was all about muscle memory. I mean, 1500 punches, 2000 kicks and, you know, and bumps and things like that. I don't think I'd get tired of kicking people in the head though. It's not the head though. It's, it's a, it's a mat. Sometimes it is. It hurts. Trust me. Yeah. (laughs) Until you've done it. Uh, but uh, it, then you know, once you get to the situation where you need to use those skills, it just it's it's automatic, it's easy, it's less uh, strenuous. Mm. Um, so that's important. You know, the reps are important. Yeah, you know, yeah, they're hard. And that's that's the production side of things. And so yeah, at work or at play or with family, yeah, there's a, there's a reps part of this. You know, um, yeah, Mr. Miyagi kind of stuff. It's just waxing. The car, isn't it? No, 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 no. This is how we block punches or, or whatever. Or it's Michael Scarn in the office. You know, mop the, mop the ice. Mop the ice. <laughs> it's just mopping the ice. Oh no! Now he. Can. Now you can play hockey, <laughs> like the best of them. Uh, yes, yes. Um, and so there is the production side of things that we can't ignore um, when it comes to wrestling. You got to take your, you got to take your bumps. That's got to be automatic. Um, because when you're tired and stressed and in front of a crowd, you, you better be bumping right or you're going to get hurt or hurt somebody. And, mm-hmm. so, uh, and that, I mean, that, I think that's where the, the breakdown comes from, I guess, production and, and transformation. Um, Mr. Miyagi didn't do it well. No, man. You He's don't have to keep that a surprise, example. man. Just let him know. This is, this is for something bigger, you know? Yeah. 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 But he just left him in, in wonder. Yeah. What is this for? I'm tired of this. Even uh, I'm tired of doing your chores, old man. <laughs> was like, take the jacket off, put it on, throw it on the floor, and then then he starts fighting the kid, and he's like, take the jacket off. And Will Smith's kid is fighting him. It was cool. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible leadership principle there. Terrible though. principle. Yeah, let people know, give them the vision, so it's not drudgery. Uh, yeah. Of over and over reps, and so hey guys, some of that you got to come up with. You got to come up with what is this vision? What is this calling God has, has put on my life? Because right now. I just feel like I'm working for the weekend, just trying to pay the bills, and that doesn't that doesn't get you very far. Uh, that gets you production, but transformation we don't see. Uh, what about in the spiritual disciplines? Um, sometimes, sometimes reading your Bible before work, 
or before bed or both if you're doing it right. Fasting is hard, man. Yeah, it's tough, right? Yeah, fasting is real hard. Those yeah. muffins on my counter, they call to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard. It's drudgery. It's this, uh, this, these are the Christian things I need to do. So what, what's, uh, I guess what's, what's on that list that most people, most Jesus followers understand? Well, these are the production parts that, that I need to be doing. Reading your Bible. Read your Bible every day, right? Prayer every day. Pray every day. Study, you know, dig into scripture. Go to church, right? Go to church, yeah. Giving. Giving, yeah. You got to give too. And so so these things just... Volunteering. Yeah. Initially are this production. And man, it's really easy to fall off the the work side of these things, huh, Jamie? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Um at, at my last church, you know, I I, uh, I fell into that. You got to work your tail off for justification mm. game, and uh, you know, I was I was uh, I was volunteering. I was uh, teaching kids. I was uh, on all the committees, and I thought, you know, teaching kids like a baller. That should be said. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you should uh, see his pirate series for children. <laughs> Jack Sparrow doesn't look as good as him. <laughs> Oh, and the spy? You remember the, the spy that was stuff? Cool. That yeah. was cool. Anyways, go ahead. Go ahead. Anyways, but uh, yeah, so that's what I thought. You know, as long as I'm working my tail off, I'm, uh, I'm doing good. But things at home, I wasn't transforming there. I was still living a sinful life, wasn't uh, obedient. But I felt like if I was kicking butt at church, then, then I should be okay. But what that led to is just, uh, it led to burnout instead of transformation. I was no closer to being transformed than I was before I started. Mm. And uh, so if you think that's the route to go, guys, it, it isn't. Uh, you, need to, you need to apply these spiritual disciplines to, to, uh, to yourself, to be obedient and to transform yourself, not to work yourself into righteousness. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that ended up happening, you know. I, I burned myself out and led, you know, walked away from the church for a bit. Good thing I had good friends to keep me on track and and help me see what true transformation was. So. That's good. I'm blushing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, man, I think you nailed it. And I think this is the difference between justification and sanctification. In, in justification, both, by the way, are the works of Jesus. He, he does the work, right? Um, in sanctification, when justification, he did it. He died for us while we were enemies. Um, he, he, he did all the work. We did all the sin. And he gave us his righteousness and took our death, right? His work. We can just say thank you for it. You know, sanctification again, that's his work too. Anybody who's who's found victory in this thing called life and following Jesus, becoming like him, we would give him all the credit, all the glory, and boast zero and say, Man, where I did well, Jesus did that. And where I fell on my face, I did that. <laughs> you know? Um, and so uh there is an aspect of, uh, of what's, what's the exact wording that, that we use, Trev? Uh, walking in step with the Spirit. Walking in step with the Spirit. That's right, partnering. Because uh, uh, as we walk in step with the Spirit, it's, it's this hand-in-hand partnership. And it's, uh, it's me walking, right? Um, but God gave me the breath to walk. Uh, yeah. And he gave me the muscles in my legs to be able to do it. Um, so, again, he gets all the credit. Um, and, but, but yet we are putting forth effort, you know? And I think that's, that's the, hard, the hard line we want to toe. Um, and on one hand, we want to encourage men to be sanctified, right? right. Um, you've got to work on these things. You have to walk in step. 
The, ex, the next thing, uh, beyond doing it for yourself, is leading others into it. And that's what this, this is talking about when it's, it's helping people move from, uh, what was our word? From production, production to, to transformation. transformation. Yeah. And so a transformed life, yeah, has read their Bible. Um, but, but it looks like living it out. Or well, yeah, and I think when we when we talk about the we we talked about having vision for those things is Don Whitney, by the way. Uh, Don Don Whitney says that the uh, the purpose of doing those things is to uh, I think I think how does he say it? Have an encounter with God. Mm-hmm. You do these spiritual disciplines for the purpose of having an, an encounter for, with God. I, I think I think if I remember correctly, that's what he. Yeah, about so it. that's a big picture goal. It's not, you know, I need I need to do this. It's I need to I need to have an God. encounter with God. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and as a leader, you want to lead others into those encounters, which was our first week yeah. that yeah. we talked about. Exactly. Yeah. And so that yeah, that's that's it. That's the difference between production and, and transformation. A production says I need to check this box, whereas transformation says I miss my time with God today. Um, Robbie Zacharias. I mean, well, I, I missed my opportunity to get to have. I missed my opportunity to encounter Jesus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Robbie Zacharias. If I can find the quote, by the way, uh, he just passed, right? Yeah. R.I.P. Love that guy. Yeah, great apologetics, dude. Apologist. I've been seeing the. I've been seeing the memes that that have him with like next to R.C. Sproul on Earth. Oh, I haven't seen like, those. Oh man, <laughs> woo! They're tear jerkers. <laughs> yeah. So Robbie says. The biggest battle you will face in your daily life is your daily appointment with God. Keep it or every other battle will become bigger. Um, that's what we're talking about here. Again, you don't even recognize the battle for a battle until transformation has begun to happen. Um, I think a, an example of a production life would be something bad in your life happens and you say, all right, God, I'm going to get back to church. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's you doing stuff. Mm-hmm. you know. Um, whereas... A transformed life says, "Man, I miss God's people. You know, um, I miss being around. I miss, I miss, I miss those things." Um, and that, that I think that's the difference. And sometimes you have to power through production. You got to take the bumps. You got to get used to doing it. Get um, that muscle memory. Get that muscle memory until you see the value um, in the transformation that has come. You know. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I've, I've heard you talk about your trying to help your boys see that. And that's just such a big deal yeah. because um, the things that were easy for my dad to do, super easy for me to do. Mm. The things that things that either were difficult for my dad to do, or maybe I just didn't see my dad do, or my dad didn't really show me. Those things are hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, with my boys, um, uh, uh, trying to one be sanctified, live a life of transformation, and then two, lead them into that transformation as well. And so uh, we, we're not there. I think we've seen some success, especially as summer just started. Um, I'm seeing them get the rhythm of summer life, and I'm not fighting them all the time, and they're not fighting me or each other. And so I'm seeing some, some transformation win, you know? Um, but yet there's other things where I haven't quite led them in that well. Um, you know, reading their Bible. They'll do it every time I tell them, you know, or remind them, hey, are you reading your Bible before bed or whatever? Yeah, oh, no, I'm going to do it tonight, you know, but right now it's just reps, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, and it won't be till later. I don't know how later, 
that they'll they'll see the value in it, you know, or gain value. They'll have their Miyagi moment, you know. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, examples in the Bible: someone who went from production to transformation. What do you got, Trev? Uh, I was thinking of uh, whenever Jesus calls Peter to follow him. Mm, that's good. Um, at, at that moment, he went from from production of fish. He had a lot of fish, especially in that one moment. Mm-hmm. A lot of fish. But uh, he went from that to transformation and Jesus telling him, you're no longer fishing for fish, you're going to be fishing for men. Mm-hmm. Um, and spending his life learning what that's like. Yeah, I mean, literally transformed from being called Simon to... Jesus called him Peter, Rocky. Not Rocky. Rocky. It's, not it's Rocky. Rocky. Petros means you want rock. him to be Rocky. What's his name? Peter. What's that mean? Rock. He's Rocky. Not Rocky. <laughs> rock. He's what? Did, what did they used to say to the Rock? The wrestlers to Rocky. Rocky. Okay. <laughs> or die. Rocky. That's just, die. A, that's just a nickname. No, I know. I won. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's a great example of somebody who transformed everything, gave it all up. I, I no longer am a fisher men, I'm a fisher of men, and his identity was hinged to Jesus from that point on. That's good. Jamie, what do you got, Bible? Uh, I think, you know, Saul before he came Paul. You know, he was persecuting uh, Jesus' disciples of the way, you know, and uh, he was on his road to Damascus and got blasted off his donkey by God's light and had an encounter with God who I'm sure taught him the big picture and became Paul and became you know, writer of the epistles and, and, uh, yeah, in my opinion, he was, he was a top disciple after yeah. that. So, uh, yeah. So he, he was, he was, uh, you know, Pharisee, uh, a zealot. He was Jewish all the way and, and, uh, he was blowing and going, and, you know, persecuting people. And, uh, he gave all that up. I mean, he counts it all as loss, all as loss mm-hmm. and, uh, was transformed. I mean, literally yeah. transformed. Yeah, and, and then, I mean, production came. He wrote half the New Testament, <laughs> you know, um, but it didn't flow out of I need to produce. It mm-hmm. flowed out of the transformed life. That's, yeah. Right, yeah. That's good. Great example. Uh, I was thinking of a, of a fail because that always helps me. And I, I think of Saul in the Old Testament, the first king of uh, Israel. And uh, that guy never transformed. He, he, he just kept trying to produce and trying to do things. And even his production was terrible. Oh, super terrible. I'm not convinced we're going to see him in heaven. We've talked about that. <laughs> yeah. But, but he... Well, uh, not on the podcast. We've, oh, well, guess what? We have a theory. <laughs> we have a theory. <laughs> that guy was proved to be so untransformed. I don't know that he ever really followed God Almighty. Um, so we'll see. I would love to be wrong about that. But uh, I don't know that I am because you cannot see the fruit in his life you just see him saying well if i have to wait on god let's let's just do the sacrifice thing and go fight now you know yeah Um, over and over it's like well god's not giving me answers so i'm gonna go ahead and just uh check in on this witch um this witch of of indoor right uh yeah that's some star wars place name indoor indoor (laughs) most icely someplace like that i don't know but uh kashik the witch of kashik no, I think it's indoor. I think I nailed it the first time. Uh, something like that sounds right. But uh, yeah, he just keeps trying, um, and and well, and because he's not going for a transformed life of following God, it's this life of getting stuff done. And so I need answers. God's not talking to me. I'll go to a witch. No problem. I need uh, I need to win this battle. I'm tired of waiting on the priest. 
let's just do this thing, you know? Or, or you could go to a New Testament fail, too. You could go to Ananias and Sapphira. Mm. They, well, you can't really go to them because they died on the spot. They died. Yeah. yeah. Right, there, so, right there in there. Yeah, their story is uh, is they uh, had sold everything they had, and they, they, they kept a little profit back. And the Bible didn't say that's the problem. The problem is they, they lied and said, hey, here's this money. They, they kept some back and said that's all of the money. Um, and uh, uh, pretty clear, the Bible says something along the lines of, dude, you, you're not lying to me. You're lying to the Holy Spirit. And yeah. the husband dies. Boom. Drops dead. And then the wife comes in and makes the same mistake. Yeah. And they say something along the lines of, the guys who just buried your husband just returned. And now they're carrying you. Boop. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, not transformation. That's not transformation. No, 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 no. That's just production here. Take this green, but leave me alone. I want to hold some of this back. And so I think I think men, we, we're real... We could we could fall into that trap real easy of, of mm-hmm. holding back and here look look at what I've done I've been to church three Sundays out of the month I've given all three of those Sundays get off my back but again that's not transformation that's not a heart that is um, I don't know for lack of a better term welded to Jesus our identity is not settled in Him again you're just just getting it done and that's not going to cut it uh, yeah and as a, as a if you want to be a spiritual leader getting it done won't be the won't be the goal either. It's leading people into a transformed life. And so that's that's a difficult thing. Um, that definitely takes time. If you're going to disciple somebody, teach somebody in that way, at home and at work, you're going to have to invest the time to be able to do that well. Yeah, it can, it can get exhausting sometimes. <laughs> sure can. Yep. <laughs> so what's, uh, what's the challenge for the men out there? Um, I guess the, the challenge would be to um, find opportunities to lead lead people in that way, yeah. Find opportunities to lead people out of a production mindset and into a um, into spiritual transformation or transformation. Yeah. And uh, so maybe that's a spiritual thing. Maybe that's helping your kids read their Bible or or something like that. Or or maybe maybe you're using this at work. And you just have to help people see the vision of what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Something bigger than, than self. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I think uh, uh, you, it really hit me when you said beyond moving beyond just, I don't know, I thought survival. Uh, for beyond surviving to, to thriving and to leading. Um, it's, man, I think it's the, uh, the thing we hope never happens when we get an airplane and those little oxygen masks drop. You know, I never want that to happen. I never want that to happen. I will be. You just need to know I'm. I'm gonna go to the bathroom right there in the sink. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> also, if the plane's going down, I don't know that I put the oxygen mask on. Well, I don't want to be awake for the death. <laughs> the, uh, the idea is, um, it's going down. You're gonna need air. So here, strap on, right? And so get your oxygen covered, um, and then. You can make a difference in other people's lives, right? And so you can help the kid next to you, the lady next to you, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And so, so in this one, I think I think the same principle holds true. Guys, make sure you're being sanctified. Make sure you're putting the effort in to walk in step with the Holy Spirit, and then, then you can help others and lead them into mm-hmm. that. You know? Yeah, I think uh, actually, I know it was Charles Spurgeon. I just might butcher the quote, but I think Spurgeon, who's uh, said uh, said. Uh, you uh, teach, train your train your children the way they should go, but be sure and walk that way yourself. Mm. 
Yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah so, guys, uh, this can be done. This can be done at work. You can help people, peers, coworkers, employees see the bigger picture um, and, and help them then see that it's tied to something bigger than this world. <laughs> and, uh, and you can do that at home with your wife, with your kids, um, with, with, I don't know, mother-in-law, whoever's living at your house. Um, you can lead your home in this way too. So that would, that would again be the challenge guys. Strap that oxygen on. Let's make sure you're taken care of and then, and then go do work and, and help save other lives, you know? Yep. Sweet. All right, fellas. Well, we're going to go ahead and uh, close out this awesome episode. Is there closing music Jamie. too? Yeah, there is. Jamie, Jamie had to walk out. So he's, he's Jamie Jack of all trades out. He gone. Uh, <laughs> my name's Mike Watt. I'm the Lucha Preacher. I'm too sweet Trevor Cowan. You guys be sweet. Show Jesus. Later. Later. Later.